We're late. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Theories Podcast. I'm your host, Ray, and joining me today is Brian, who's been doing fantasy football for 30 years, and he is um, in the casino industry. So that's one little tidbit about Brian, I think, that you guys might find interesting and uh, might value his betting strategies. Also with me is Ken, who's been watching every single NFL game for three years, but has been a long-time NFL watcher, um, and he has excellent memory recall. He can just pull stats right out of his hat. I keep them up there, actually. I'd I'd imagine. You have to keep them somewhere. On my shirt, you know, (laughs) write them on my hand. I'm always impressed by some of the stats and stuff that you remember. I'm just like, wow. So we're just uh, just before we came on, we were just talking about um, uh, about watching games and studying games and how it pays off. And I was talking about my my draft class, which I I love this draft class. Like um, it was uh, I had the 105, the 108, um, the 201, 26, 211, 212. Um, and then I had uh, That's a lot of picks. Oh yeah, I I I dealt away a lot of guys, and like my team, I changed my team dramatically. Like the I yeah. we drafted this team last summer, and the only player there's one. I have one guy left from that draft. Hmm. Trey McBride. <laughs> Good one to have. <laughs> it's the only one I didn't let go. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> and he was the stud tight end from last year. And he, and what I remember was is he was basically the only one. There was a bunch that came out with like Laporta and Kincaid, uh, and like the Packers got two, the Cowboys got one. There was just a bunch of guys that uh, people were high on this year. Whereas last year it was McBride and nobody else. So if there was going to be a tight end to come out of his class, it was going to be him, which is the reason I kept kept him. And it's it's been working out for the last couple of weeks. Um, but no, at those positions I drafted um, Zay Flowers. Devon Achan, Zach Charbonnet. Uh, I had a bit of a whiff so far in Kendra Miller because I, did, I we weren't sure what Camara uh, was gonna was gonna do, what he was gonna be this year. He's just been awesome again. Um, Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson uh, didn't have a round three pick, round four pick nine Tank Dell. Wow. <laughs> so uh, and then I had. Um, like two picks later, I got McBride, which was a bad pick. And then the only one where I feel bad on, I had pick uh, 505, uh, or 504, excuse me, 504. And I took Rakeem Jarrett. And one pick later, Puka Nakua. No. And those were the two guys I was like, I was looking at. And <laughs> and I took Jarrett because I just, I like what he did. He broke a bunch of Stefan Diggs' records at um, Maryland. Okay. And he's exactly the same size. And so. I, and with Tampa and, Bay, and it's so funny because Puka is now an absolute star, uh-huh. and I don't even know where the other guy plays. <laughs> uh, he's in Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and, and so, for people who don't know that, uh, like, he made the team like as a sixth round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Tampa Bay had like three wide res- rookie wide receivers that made the team this year, and Jarrett is on IR now. <clears throat> he got hurt uh, making a really spectacular play, but he got he got hurt. Uh, and then uh, Trey Palmer, uh, who if people don't know, he's been playing. Uh, 75% of the snaps or more for like the last six weeks. And uh, he's starting to look pretty good. Like, I think he's going to be the Godwin replacement. Okay. So, Someone to look out for. Let's get into stuff and stop talking about me. 
<laughs> you know, since you're talking, you can talk about your Homer minute and get into the Cowboys a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day today. Um, we're at home, getting a chance to take over first place. Afternoon game. Uh, we are the evening game. Oh, we're the, lucky I believe you. we're the five. Yeah, we're the five o'clock game. Um, Good. So you you'll get to watch it. It's not during the birthday party. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my son's third birthday party is today. So we're, it's a it's a busy day today, people. Um, and and hey, you know, real quick, we haven't mentioned it. It is the last day of the fantasy football season. Regular season. Oh, yeah. Regular season, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned it because, like, we expect we're to be in the, in the playoffs. playoffs so we're on a homer minute. So on that note, this guy hits hits us up uh, in, the, in the middle of the week. What, so is there a chance for me to make the playoffs? And then, uh, that conversation was hilarious. Like, it was really funny because I... I went on break and was like, what the... Yeah, there had to have been, like, 30 messages or something there like was. that. I, um, I didn't see you disagree with any of it, so... <laughs> no, yeah, it was all kind of concluded by the time I saw advice and stuff like that. It was yeah. included, uh, but yeah, Ray is uh, so I have my division locked up. Brian doesn't have his division locked up, but he's in. Um, and if he wins today, he'll have the number one seed and and have a, have a buy. I still have a chance at that yep. at the buy. Uh, do you? Yes, because wow. of how it works. It doesn't give it to the. Oh, that's right. You have to be a division winner. Yes, <laughs> I did not, and so I did not know that. And it's, it's, it's not. It is not clear. <laughs> that is not something that's been made clear. Like for we and we listen to the footballers and they talk about their league and their league is played by divisions, divisions yeah. right? And so I wanted to do it similar to that and see how it works out. Um, and so they never talk about the fact they've never brought up one of them being like eleven and three and the other one being ten and four and and having to play on the wild card, right? I've never heard them complain no. about that. Yeah. So that could happen to us in our first year of doing it. Because like uh, Brian is nine and four, um, he's his uh, division mate is also nine and four. Actually, every team in their division is mm-hmm. above uh, five hundred. Um, and if one of them goes down to five hundred, that's Ray's best chance actually to get in. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's funny when you when you mention it, it's like to me that was obvious. <laughs> so maybe that's why they don't ever mention it. You have to be a division winner to get to get the buy. That, that to me is obvious. It should, and it makes sense because it's yeah. more yeah. like football. It's more yeah. like actual football. So I was so um, there's the you could complain about it, but it's like win your division. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. So, I know. And, it is and something people complain about. Um, and and hear, another thing I, is like I hear people complain about I, it. To be it's honest with you, um, well, this league went a li- this season went a little unexpected with my uncle being uh, less active than he normally is. Danny is the the taco of our league. Like that's and every, and I mean every every league should have one. I think I think right, right, right. you know every every home league should have a taco for sure. <laughs> like and if you don't anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, talk about the show from FX from back in the day, the league, uh, hilarious. You should check it out. It's loosely based on fantasy football, so it's good for yeah. people who don't like fantasy football as well. Um, but uh, yeah, um, our our uh, league has been tough this year. Yeah. It is tough. Like, and our waiver wires are dry. There's nothing on nothing waiver there. Wire, like, you, we we listen. I listen to waiver wire Tuesdays and stuff like that on, on you know on different shows, and <laughs> that guy's been gone for weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we saw that dude. We're 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 on top of that. Uh, yeah. So I think this week I had an extra spot on my bench because I got to put somebody in the IR, and I was like, all right, cool. Let me see who can I pick up. Who's worth that. 
nobody. I guess I'll pick up this defense that I might use in a He's couple of weeks. He's got three defenses. <laughs> He's got three defenses right now. That's how dry our yeah. league is because the best thing you could possibly do is just be stacking defenses because yep. there's no running backs to pick up. There's no receivers to pick up. There's, no, there's not even quarterbacks. All you could do is block not even an extra people. quarterback. Uh, yeah, like the the best thing you can be doing is like right now the best thing that you can do in our league, and I was doing this last week, is like blocking your opponent's possible res, uh, you know replacements yeah. for the guys that get yeah. injured. So if your opponent's got somebody that's questionable, you know, go pick up his backup. Yep. And like if your if your league is like that, like ours, and there's not a whole lot of like juicy pickups, like play defense. Yep. Uh, and, and it works. Um, so yeah. Uh, uh, as far I, as the I, Cowboys, as far go. as the Cowboys go, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, we're good. Okay, like we're we're nine and three. We're right where we want to be. This is ex- like we talked about this weeks ago. It went exactly the way that it, I hoped it would go. Um, how's how are you doing? I'm in a bit of a depression, but uh... so hold on a second. <laughs> when we left our viewers, yeah, you the Steelers, me. You the Steelers were seven and week. four. They were looking at a juicy schedule. We were talking about them being like ten and four, maybe even like get, maybe even getting a bye. You know, no, not getting a bye. They no, but, but it was kind of fun <laughs> for old times' sake to watch the Patriots just really stick it to the Steelers when they needed to win. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was like, where was that quarterback his whole season? Just uh, he's riding on the, bench. the bench. He's been on the bench. <laughs> he's riding the bench. They got zap, zap, zapped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was kind of irritated that uh, I was having to watch that game on the run. Like I was going to take my kids to the zoo and stuff. And I was like, man, this is going to be a great game. I can't believe I'm going to, you know, not really get to see it. Just kind of on my phone here and there. And then I was just like, man, I'm so glad I'm not watching this stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you probably shouldn't have dropped Zeke. Yeah, that might have been a mistake, but I didn't know Stevenson was going to get hurt the next day. I know. I know? Tra- no, I, I traded mean, him for in my dynasty league. Yeah. I, I just picked him up in a trade, and then he gets hurt, and I'm like, well, at least he's not scoring points against me. <laughs> I, so, uh, I, I Zeke like Beckham was one of those ones I kind of wanted to get and then hold on to him for a while. See what happens. Then just. Yeah, just see what happens. He's and, been good. Well, I held and, on to him all season, and he's just not somebody that's that was usable. I mean, he was okay. He was getting a touch here and there, but just not somebody you could put in your lineup. Like Cream Hunt. And so I'm looking at it going, well, I need somebody that I might be able to actually put him in my lineup at yeah. some point. So as soon as I drop him, Stevens will get hurt. And look at that. Yeah. Oh, he's a star now. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, uh, it's it, that is a terrible feeling. Yeah, that's terrible. And feeling. anyway, back to the Steelers. Uh, yeah, this is going to be another nine and eight season. We're going to miss the playoffs. And um, you yeah. guys are still in right now, though. We're this is a nine and eight season. I, like, yeah, like, but that I, might like, be good I put enough. Money on it right the, now. There are, <laughs> if you go, oh, yeah. oh, I, I mean, it's actually kind of comical. It, if you think about it, it two it, tough games. It really is kind of comical because they were lined up for what looked like at least 11, 12 in season, and they're. And like, and maybe that's why Mike Tomlin hasn't won Coach of the Year, is because <laughs> he always finishes nine and eight, ten and seven, and even if they're supposed to finish twelve and five or thirteen and four, well, like he's he's gonna he's this, gonna finish somewhere team, around five hundred. I, I think this team overperformed this year up into the last two weeks, and what, so because I do remember they used to not perform very well on the road. Like there was, um, like especially Ben Roethlisberger, his home road splits were were atrocious. Um, yeah, we've got a strong home field advantage, so I mean we're always and strong. Your at home, last but... two losses were at home. That's the yeah, really well. shocking thing is that like you guys just lost twice in five days at home. Two, two words teams. for you: 
Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That'll sink a boat. Yes, it will. So as uh, as far as the Rams go, uh, we got Baltimore this week, and um, I think this is going to be like a real test to see like if we can get in the playoffs and if we can do good in the playoffs. And uh, um, because we're firing on all cylinders right now, I don't mm-hmm. really think there's a like a big. I mean, everybody's got somewhat kind of injuries, right? It's almost into the season, so um, can't really put it on that. But all our players are going to be playing, so I. In a we got a, so yeah. to, to me, um, I, your offensive line is playing so much better than oh, people expected, sure. mm-hmm. um, and that's the biggest thing. Because like Stafford with time and those weapons, he's I he's tearing people apart right now. And, and I pre- yeah. I called it last week. I was like, I think he might have a chance at like a top five quarterback finish. Then he goes off and has three more touchdowns, um, and look great. And so I I really like their chances today. I actually don't know if I'm starting him or starting Purdy. I, this oh, week. you got to start Purdy. I don't, I, I don't like know. You, Purdy, you can't like honestly. I'm I Purdy on my confidence level. The only guys that I'm starting in front of Purdy right now are Dak, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. That's yeah, it. I'm starting. That's Purdy. it. There's nobody else I'm starting in front of Purdy. I'm starting Purdy. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. And then uh, f- from a uh, Homer minute, just is a little outside of the Rams, but um, I actually made a video on TikTok, right? TikTokin? TikTok on Friday at 11 a.m. And I looked at it and I kind of laughed. I go, this is pretty funny. It could go viral, right? So by, I don't know, like uh, I want to say 7 p.m. that evening, it had like 100K views. And I was just huh. like, oh, it's going. It's like it's, it's possibly going to make it. It's going to possibly. And the reason why I bring it up, because with that, you get followers. And if you get that 1K follower, then you can go live on TikTok, which is what I want to start doing too. Go uh-huh. live with the show oh, on TikTok. Sure. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, wow. But then I got to watch sensitivity warning on it and it just plummeted the... the really? The, yes. What happened? <laughs> they just... Like, have you ever, what, 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 no, no, I, I understand what a watch sensitivity thing yeah. is because it, it'll stop a bunch of views because it plays automatically and, unless that puts it on yeah. there, then you have to press the button. Then you have to press the button, yeah. Yeah. So... But, um, why did they do that? I have no idea. What was the video about? Uh, I could show it to you. I could show it to you. It's it's not very well, long. Yeah, people can't see it though. Let's look at it afterwards. I was just curious. Well, like, they'll be able to hear it okay. if you turn it up. But uh, just just so you can, because it was pretty funny. It's pretty funny, right? Um, so when you're ready, just go ahead and watch anyway. Watch anyway. Scientists can now transform stress into electricity. <laughs> It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> All right, for it. so so people can't see it. So it's yeah. It, it it starts out the first three seconds are like, ooh, there's a new way to produce electricity, and then it cuts to a scene from Star Wars where uh, uh, Palpatine says Palpatine, unlimited power. Well, yeah, unlimited Sidious, power. Darth Sidious. Okay, this is his real name. Okay, his real name. Darth Sidious. You, you know, uses the the force lightning and strikes down Mace uh, Windu. Mace Windu. But says right. unlimited power, like right, you know, yes. and and then uh, the viewers were like, like I would be Thor, I would. Like, so it was something that people, and then they started stitching. It was doing all the things that that like oh, make it go, make yeah, it go viral. Yeah. People share it, people stitch it, people duet it, like you know. And then and then it was like watch sensitivity warning at like a hundred k. I was like, some it was probably something <laughs> somebody else not, did or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, just Mace Windu getting barbecue. But watch sensitivity. Maybe you know what it is. It's it's, uh, it's like. Um, 
No, I won't say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a watch. We'll get a watch sensitivity warning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, and with that, and with that, some watch sensitivity. Uh, I think it's time for pie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sounds delicious. Kind of what kind oh, of pie boy. do we have today? We have the kind of pie that is uh, full of regret. Because, <laughs> like, as I was saying when we walked in, I gave you three running back choices, and smashed in the middle of those three was Alvin Kamara, and I just wish I hadn't done that. Oh, boy. Yeah, Kamara went off, and uh, Zach Moss did not. <clears throat> And I feel vindicated with this bet because basically I was just saying you need to cool your jets on Moss, and he, he came out with 9 or 10 points, which, you know, was definitely hey, hey, less hey, than hey. what everybody he wanted. He had almost more carries inside the 10 than he had fantasy points. He had 7 carries inside the 10 and came up with less than 10 fantasy points. Thanks, Zach Moss. This pie is on you, brother. <laughs> hey, let me have a piece of that real quick. Yeah, you got it. Just, just <laughs> a scoop of this thing. Let me get some pie and biscuit real quick. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I want a biscuit, biscuit too. A biscuit. See, look at this. Right, Ray got, Ray's gotten up. smart here, and he's got us some biscuits for the for the pie afterwards. <laughs> I I watched the. Uh, I, I opened the fridge this morning, and I was like, "Oh, we got biscuits!" And my son just learned how to make biscuits. So I was like, "Hey, make you. some biscuits, boy! <laughs> hey, boy! <laughs> make some make me some biscuits." <laughs> so, oh, we should we go uh, whipped cream yeah, on this one? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. why it's there. Yeah, we got to stay consistent, you know? We got to... <laughs> the pie has to have whipped cream. cream on it. Um, I'll try not to do wall splatter. It's got to go in my face, apparently. <laughs> Just four weeks in a row. This is what happens when you bet against the house, people. You get pie. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, he's giggling over there. Because he knows I'm not wrong. I am not. I ain't spitting lies. I, <laughs> I take it as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, I was about to throw here. here. Let me get, go ahead and get some pie there. Just taste with piece of what Ken's getting to the face. Oh, boy. That's not even a piece of pie. Yeah, I just want a bite. A pie sliver? Yeah. I just want a a sliver of pie. I just want to taste it. Yeah, it's not... You can just, like... I don't want to ruin the... I don't want to ruin the... Bam! You know what I mean? All right, yeah. All right. Try not to do the... I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, wait. All right. Where's the music? Where's the music? Where's the music? Oh, there it is. Here's what happens when you bet against Brian. That's a good one. Thank you. I was trying to get a little more blueberry on there. I wanted some color. <laughs> you look at one of those clowns from like those scary shows. Those scary movie cl- like mo- cl- those movies with scary clowns in them. Dude, this one stuck really well. <laughs> the blueberry pie is where it's at. I think. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was All right. for a little more blueberry splatter, you know, but a little more color. But it is what it is. Oh. You know what I think? I I just need to up the quality of the pie. That would and cost want, money, right? <laughs> and I keep wanting to do that, but I'm not going to do it to myself. So. Got it. Got it. That makes like, sense. So I'm sure I'll everybody is someday. paying attention right now. Next week you can expect a premium pie to Brian's face. Ooh, we shall see. Uh, right before he loses his playoff matchup because he has to play the wild card round after he loses today. Oh my goodness! Listen to this man dreaming. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I'm gonna see you in the finals. Are you guys playing? Are you guys playing against each other today? <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm I'm playing against Taco. 
(laughs) I mean, it's not possible for me to miss the playoffs, but it would be funny for me to not get the first round by from losing to Taco. That would be funny. (laughs) And I'm currently projected to win by 30. So, uh, and and I've lost after being projected to win by 30. We all have. So, all right. That's no guarantee. But I'll I'll give you a guarantee. The Lions will win today. Who do the Lions have? They have the Bears. That's uh, our first, that's where we're starting today. We're starting with Lions and Bears. Whenever uh, Ray is done biscuiting, buttering his own biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up first, Detroit Lions versus Chicago Browns. Lions minus three over under forty four. Minus 170 is the money line on Detroit and plus 142 on Bears. You know what? The Chicago Browns has a nice ring oh, to Chicago it. Oh, Chicago Bears. I'm sorry. I actually kind of like that. Maybe they should swap. Should last the, week I made a mistake, too. the Cleveland too. Bears and I, the Chicago Browns. Last week I, I made a mistake, too. I think I said fan, uh, Final Fantasy instead you of did. Fantasy Football. Yeah. 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 But that was I, his league. His league was the Final Fantasy League. That, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's just one of those things that's mechanisms that's stuck in my brain. And so it'll. I will always do that. Final like, Fantasy yeah. is right there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just stuck there. Yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't correct you. We were just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that it was honestly, funny is I caught it like an hour or two later. I was like, geez, I think I said Final Fantasy. I was like recalling the podcast in my brain. This is a tough pie. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I was trying to like get a little more to come out of there, but man, it it didn't want to spread. No, it didn't. It like. Really held together. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, what are the stats on this game? Uh, minus three. Over under is forty four and a half. And minus three is the Lions, and the money line's one seventy. Oh, okay. One forty two. Yeah, the Bears. Honestly, I think this is going to be an interesting game. I do uh, too. The Bears have been playing a lot better, and Detroit's been kind of wavering, defensively especially on bad. defense. Yeah. Defensively, they've been bad. They're they're like. They're a fantasy dream right now because they're so good on offense and so bad on defense. Yeah. So, um, and also, there's some interesting stats about um, Justin Fields and DJ Moore the last few times they've mm-hmm. actually been able to play together. Um, I believe they've combined for more than 50 fantasy points like the last four times they've played together. So uh, that's a really strong pair if you yeah. can pull that off in DFS, um, and it, which you should be able to because Justin Fields is pretty cheap this week in DFS mm-hmm. at 6,800. Um, Quit giving away my lineup, man. It's early in the show. <laughs> oh, well, they gave it away on the footballers already. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens to that, man. This does. I'm just making fun of Brian. So, uh, uh, just by the way, you guys, uh, that's apricot habanero jam. Oh, habanero. For that looks biscuits. pretty good. I'm definitely I just took a bite that. of it, and I was like, whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, so yeah, um, love Justin Fields today. Uh, love DJ Moore today. DJ Moore is top 10 start to me. Um, the thing I'm most excited about in this game is Roshan Johnson. Uh, they're coming off their bye. Um, Roshan was getting more work leading into the bye. Uh, Khalil Herbert has been a complete non-factor this year. Surprising. And he's probably like, he's it, it, usually um, fantasy busts are reserved <coughs> for guys that you draft like the first three rounds, you know? Right. But a lot of times you have these uh, zero RB strategies, you know, and Khalil Herbert was one of the like top running backs you could have drafted if right. you were on a zero RB strategy this year. So to me, he's a huge bust because there were people that were counting on him as like their RB two. 
You know, a lot of the RBs in that range busted. You know what I mean? Uh, or, or at least weren't as good as what people thought. There's very few of those. Uh, Pacheco was the guy. With, uh, Pacheco and Pacheco, Cook. Pacheco, Pacheco and Cook were, were both good. Uh, Madison's been bad. Uh, Sanders has been bad. Cam Akers Sanders, has been Cameron, awful. Yep. Uh, like, yeah, there, you're right. There's been a lot of them that were bad in that range. But and and it's funny. As running back has just been bad. But uh, that, that's it's honestly it just makes me more want to be out on like running backs if you can't get a running back in like the first 20 picks like you just kind of almost don't want one yeah you just wait then you'll just wait and yeah and get whoever's trade for somebody you know stack up your wide receivers and just trade one of them for somebody who happened to have extra running backs that were unexpectedly good or something like that is what it seems like is the way to go because these running backs are it is so hard to project which ones are going to have good years and which ones aren't yeah. Like unless you're McCaffrey and Camara, right. <laughs> and that's like it. So anyway, uh, yeah. On the other side, Detroit. I mean, I think you have to start everybody, but I mean, I, I'd temper expectations you know who's getting a more little bit just because Chicago D has been good, man. Uh, they've been better, that's for sure. Uh, but this Lions offense is really good, <clears throat> and, and um, while Jared Goff has been bad on the road here and there. This was one of the games he was good last year, was in Chicago. If you remember, like we were talking about Jared Goff uh, being a non-start, and then they went off in Chicago. Um, if memory serves, I'd have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure that's what happened last year, was that they had a shootout. Um, I believe you. So, uh, but the guy that's getting more interesting because of that, to me, is Jameson Williams. He's something like he's he's been scoring random touchdowns. He hasn't been getting the target volume that you'd want, mm-hmm. but watch him because once he does start getting the tar- target volume, he's a guy who scores touchdowns. So he's okay. he's somebody I'm watching. Somebody and the Lions have a really but good not schedule. for today. Yeah. Not n- yeah, not for today. He's a D- good DFS play because he's still really cheap and he can score. Any, okay, I like it. Um, yeah, so right. I'm taking so, the Lions. Yeah, I, I think Chicago has a good uh, good chance, but I'm I'm going to take the Lions. The Lions really need to win now. Yeah. Like the Packers are surging. They the Lions the Lions should be motivated to beat the the Bears today. I expect them to win. Next up, my favorite game: the Rams versus the Ravens. The Rams are plus seven and a half. They're not getting any respect. Uh, over under forty two plus two eighty five. If you're betting on the Rams, minus three sixty. If you're betting on the Ravens. Yeah, I'm having trouble like outright picking the Rams in this game, but seven and a half is too much. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, and I actually I agree with that completely. I think I'll take the Ravens, but I think the Rams are. are I have a real good chance to win, um, but you know it's hard to pick them there. But uh, something <laughs> I wanted to bring up is a chance of precipitation at kickoff: ninety-three percent. Mm-hmm. Um, the wind is only seven, so you know that that if- take, but. But it says weather forecast rainfall around half an inch. That's a lot of rain. So uh, I, I expect a wet, messy game there. So be careful on that. Um, I actually don't think the Ravens are near as good as people are saying are, are thinking they are. Like, So um, you guys familiar what's going on with the college playoff right now? No. So they just made the selection for the college playoff, and they left off. Uh, oh yeah, twelve and zero Florida State. Right, right. That right. has like three top twenty-five wins this year, and they left them off mostly because their quarterback got injured. So it has nothing to do with the, what the school accomplished. It's that they're projecting. That <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's hilarious. It's that, yeah, it's that the the committee is projecting that they'll get better ratings by putting other teams in, and so people are <laughs> people are pissed. And it's like they've been doing this forever. And yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I don't I hate it. It's sick. I, and especially as a Florida State fan, I you know, it's yeah. but it's I'm not surprised. 
I've seen it so many times. So like why people are up in arms now is like crazy to me. They've been doing this forever, you guys. And um, anyway, I don't want to get too sidetracked on that. But in the NFL, they've been go so because it's everybody's picking their four, you know, for the college football playoff, and it's like they've mirrored that in the NFL and NFL talks. Like, who are your four? And I can't hear anybody give their four without leaving or without putting Baltimore in there. And I don't really? see it. No, I do not see it. And and like, in fact, I'm picking the Rams. I like go- I I am picking the Rams. Like. This is the same Ravens team that just lost at home to the Colts in an ugly game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I hear you. So, uh, I, I I love what the Rams are doing. I do too. Um, if like if the game was like windier and uglier, like muddy and wet, like that's fine. The Rams have good receivers. That if that's that's actually a receiver advantage. Uh, if so, if you have a quarterback that can deliver the football when it when it's wet, and Matthew Stafford has no problem problem delivering the football in bad weather, he's one still one of the best arms in the game. Um, I actually, I, I, the Rams are playing better football to me. So. And what's up with uh, Cooper Cup right now? Uh, what's his status? Like, he's is he just hurt? he's getting healthier. We talked about this, um, if not last week, the week before. He's playing through an injury. He's been told he can't make it any worse. So when you see him hobble off on the sideline. Just don't worry about it too much. He's just he's still just he's working through it, and and that's another thing is like we don't know we don't see him all week long. This could be the week where he's Cooper Cup again, right? And so I have a really hard time like ranking him outside of my top twenty four. He's like right there. Like if I'm in a two receiver league, you can probably still find somebody to start over Cooper Cup. But in you're in three, there's no way. There's no way you're you're not starting Cooper Cup. Yeah, I, agree. I think last week he scored the most points he scored all week as far as fantasy goes. All season, yeah, or all season. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he. Uh, depending on the league, he was about 15 points. You know. Okay. And uh, Nakua, but Nakua is still the one. Right now. I would still start <laughs> Nakua over Cup right now. And like he had monster numbers last week and had like a 55 yard run called back. That play was awesome. That reverse that got called back. Yeah, dude, he looked like such a monster running down the field. Just I ran like, out of the it, room for a second, it, came back, I was like, "What happened?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're back it, on the thirty or whatever yard it was. It doesn't even, like it, it doesn't even look fair. It's like on a, you know, watching him in the open field reminds me of like watching Terrell Owens in the open field. Because he was so fast and so big, it's like even if they catch him, he's just going to throw him. You know, like yeah. most of these guys, it's going to take like two of those guys to take him down. Um, he's he's just a monster of a player. I like watching Puka play. Um, now, is he hurt right now? I know he's he got banged up he, in that game. But uh, it? it's he's got like midsection stuff, like ribs. He's so okay. he's got soreness going on, but it's football. Like he's yeah. it did not like he certainly does not look affected when you watch him on the field. He, okay. And and he doesn't it doesn't seem to be affecting how he attacks people physically. So I I wouldn't worry about it at all. Um, and then they've got Kyron Williams playing the way he's playing right now. Um, he yeah. you can't sit him. Like you just can't sit Kyron Williams either. And then uh, Baltimore side. Um, <laughs> this is hard to be excited about anything for Baltimore right now. Like other than like you're like, come on, Keaton Mitchell, get 15 touches. Come <laughs> on, Keaton Mitchell. Like that's where we're at yeah. with Baltimore right now. The like because Lamar Jackson is the hottest mm-hmm. and coldest of quarterbacks. You know. Yep. So uh, he to me like I have Lamar Jackson at like 12 or something like that as far as quarterbacks are, are concerned this week because I just feel like there's. There are ten to twelve guys that you can find that you're yeah. more confident will get you twenty points than Lamar Jackson because he can score you forty, but he could do he could give you eleven. 
Right. Well, so, and you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, one of the things I, I feel confident about in this game is containing him. Like, I, I agree. Rams are used to playing against running quarterbacks, yeah. quarterbacks that extend They're built plays. to beat Kyler Murray. Yeah. And, and, and like they, their defense, like, well, it's, it's younger now, but Aaron Donald, you know, from came, came up playing against uh, Russ in his prime and then Kyler Murray as, as he came out. So yeah, they, they're used to this. Um, so I don't think it's going to be, uh, I, I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson's a challenge, yeah. but like, honestly, um, and he'll probably get away a I couple think times. The but... rain is going to hurt them more than it hurts LA. I think so. I do because Lamar Jackson's not a, pr- a particularly accurate passer. So I worry more about him. Ooh, in the step, rain. start the Rams defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This could still, I think this could be a high scoring game. I do. Like it's, it, <laughs> it feels like it could go either way. <laughs> yeah, it does. I so, picked them for the high scoring game, actually. But yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking uh, the Rams. And, and just before we end, uh, we need to say uh, Isaiah Likely, I think, is a, a decent oh, start. Oh, yeah, people should if know you're, about him. Actually, yeah. and because of the wet weather, he's an even better start I because agree. his targets come within like five yards. Exactly. I have him in a lineup. Up. Yep. In a cash lineup, actually. Yeah, if you're, if you're and looking for a tight end. And he's only 3,500 on DFS, yeah. so he's, he's yeah. a really good yeah. He's a strong And he play. might be on he's the waiver wire. I know he was uh, on the but, wire in some But I'll tell you what, I, uh, I, had, I was ready to start him. And now this is a match I don't really necessarily need to win because um, there's no way I miss the playoffs. But uh, another league where I have a chance of getting the bye. Um, I, had, I have McBride. Uh, I have um, Andrews, who's hurt. And Likely was available. I picked up Likely, but Brevin Jordan was also available. Mm. And I dropped Likely for Brevin Jordan. And the reason I did that is because there's no Dalton Schultz today. And Brevin Jordan, if you, like watching him, like he's a really good football player. He's, I can see that. He's uh, a he's a fun him him and Chigo Conquo are very similar to me. Uh, Likely has a better matchup. I agree. This week. Agreed. I so agree. Totally. You know what I mean. But, I agree totally. It's but just I that agree that he's not. Any the Jets kind of have not been player. very good against tight ends. They've yeah. given up, and, and I mean it makes sense because like their corners are so good that like opponents should be attacking running backs and tight ends more often against them. Um, and I think uh, Brevin Jordan is a threat to score, whereas I, Isaiah likely is not as much of a threat to score. And he'll score twice today. Now that I said that, sorry, buddy, but um, that's the way I see it. All right. Oh, uh, you got all the picks? Yep, yep, we're good. Okay. Uh, next up, we got the Colts versus the Bengals. Colts is plus three, over and there's 44.5, plus 124 on the Colts, minus 148 on the Bengals. This is my favorite game to stack in DFS. Really? Yeah. Okay. The pr- the prices on players and just these, I think these defenses are going to give it up to each other today. Um, the Bengals haven't been very good. It, it, and it's really based on how well Jake Browning has, Jake Browning has played. I he um and I feel that one I feel really good about because going into last week I said I was like he looks really good and like he just looks like a like a slower processor than Joe Burrow but he can make all the throws you know mm-hmm. so if the if they're able to protect him a little bit and then sure enough on Monday night he's 32 for 37 300 yards and three touchdowns two touchdowns three touchdowns ridiculous, two yeah. two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown yeah. so uh uh I'm real excited about him versus Minshew today, um, and then on a so on, like on DraftKings, Joe Mixon. We talked about I, I was and I was wrong. This is something I was wrong about. Was like being scared of Joe Mixon. Um, if Browning's going to play well, then Joe Mixon's going to have a monster postseason, just a monster fantasy postseason because he's going to get five or six catches a game. Because he like that's something that Joe Burrow doesn't do a whole lot a lot of is dumping the ball off. 
but that was something that Browning did a ton of was taking the check down. Right. So, um, yeah, I, if he's getting those check downs, that's, that's hugely valuable. Um, I'm, I've always been one that's a little down on Mixon. I'm, I'm not I'm very same, impressed same. with his, his talent, but same. Agreed. if he's getting that kind of opportunity, you can't ignore him. Yeah. And then, um, they're playing against the Colts today, who just gave up two touchdowns on the ground last week to Derrick Henry. And I thought, I think this season, you compare Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has looked better. He's looked more. <laughs> he's looked uh, more athletic than Derrick Henry has. I this feel year. like they have different skill sets, but they do. But they're both big running backs. Yeah. Joe Mixon is, uh, I think he's six one, uh, two thirty, something like that. He's a big dude. He's like he's like bigger than Ezekiel Elliott. Next up, we got the Colts versus the Bank. No, we just no, talked we just about that. No, we need um, to make our picks. Yeah, we, we need to make our picks. Yeah, and this is in Cincinnati, so I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, I'm going to say that Browning uh, was a bit of a fluke last week. I mean, I, I think uh, I'm going to go with Indy here, and um, I, I'm doubting Browning. So yeah, I not. think with with some uh, with some film on him and whatnot, I, I think I like. I'm I'm thinking back to like Will Levis. Levis looked great his first start, you know what I mean? This and is then two consecutive starts for Browning. And, and he didn't look good in the first he one. He did. That's why I told you he looked good, but he was uh they were playing against Pittsburgh. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that is right? It? No, that's not right. I don't no. uh, I don't know. No, Who no. they played two now three games two games ago. I'm sorry. I'll While he's this. looking that up to tie off that, I'll go ahead and read off the next line for Texans versus Jets. Texans minus 3. Over under is 33. Money lines minus 166 if you're betting on the Texans and plus 140 if you're betting on the Jets. Yeah, it was Pittsburgh. They, they were playing against Pittsburgh. And against Pittsburgh, he went 19 for 26 for 227 and a touchdown and, and one pick. And if I remember right, the pick wasn't necessarily a, a bad throw. Uh, if, I think it might have been a tip pass. Um, mm. And I remember watching the film and telling you like that I thought he looked good. I thought he did a good job of processing uh, the field. He was just a little slower. Like He looks like... He's just like not an elite NFL quarterback. He looks when you watch him back there. When I watch him back there, he reminds me of Andy Dalton. Okay, and Andy and the biggest problem for Andy Dalton was that he was unathletic, and he was a little deliberate. So he if like he'd stand back there, and if his first read wasn't there, and there was a little bit of pressure, it was most likely that he wasn't going to complete a pass downfield. And Jake Browning kind of reminds me of that. So if the Bengals are able to protect him. Um, he's like I, he'll play well, and if they're not able to protect him, he won't play well. I don't think the Colts are going to challenge that th- okay. that today. I don't think they're going to put a whole lot of pressure on him. T. Higgins is completely healthy now. Jamar Chase is just going off. Like it, oh, he, it's like it's like somebody told Jamar. Ch- it's like somebody got in Jamar Chase's ear, and he's like, "Oh, your season's over because Joe Burrow's done." He's like, "What? Oh, watch this. <clears throat> Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah, because Jamar Chase looks like a monster right now." Like, he looks like the best receiver in the league right now. All right. Maybe, maybe we can do a Browning versus somebody bet today. Versus Minshew? Browning versus, <laughs> Fla- Browning versus Flacco? No, no. I am not taking Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. That's that's definitely possible. Let me see where I have Jake Browning on my uh, – I, I think I still have him ranked as, like, quarterback 14 or 15. Um, I have Jake Browning – no, I still have him at 18. I still have him ranked below Gardner Minshew because I still like I would rather start okay. Minshew because Minshew's done it more often. 
But it would not surprise me if Jake Browning outplays a handful of the guys in front of him because he's like 13 is Matthew Stafford. Then I've got C.J. Stroud, Geno Smith, Baker Mayfield, and he can definitely outplay uh, Stroud, Smith, Bakefield, and Minshew today for sure. No problem. All right. So, yeah. Texans and Jets. He already read 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 it off here. Uh, Texans minus three. Man, this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, To me, this is is Stroud. You know, how real is Stroud this year? I think uh, as far as we know he's going to be a great Mm -hmm. quarterback in this league. But let's see where he is right now. And I I would be there with you if the weather was better. The weather is going to be an issue. The weather is going to be really bad. He just lost one of his major weapons. Um, And the Jets defense is good. I, so, I thought I remembered that this one actually wasn't too bad as far as weather goes. Let me see. I thought the, uh, the high six nor- mile an hour winds. The wind isn't bad at all. That's uh, not bad. Only in twenty one percent chance of rain. What's the and what's what the temperature? What uh, fifty seven degrees? That's not bad. So it's it's yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. Um, he hasn't, uh, but he hasn't played as well on the on the road. So th- this is a good test for him. Yeah, the the secondary, this everything. Yeah, this is this is gonna be fun. Matter of fact, uh, asking for a friend here, like, who would you start? C.J. Stroud against this tough defense? like, Or, or, or would you so be so worried you'd start somebody like uh, Dobby? Uh, no, Josh I would Dobbs. not start Josh Dobbs over C.J. Stroud. Browning is a maybe. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Yes, I'm serious. Ah. And you and see and like and he's not and you didn't just jump on that because you know like he's playing in New York he's playing against that Jets defense he just lost a major weapon like and he uh, two and he's got down two weapons today because there's no Schultz either right so and that's why I'm so worried about him that I'm thinking about it and, and these are how I, mean? I ba- and yeah and I still have a ranked six spots higher than I do Browning because that's if I had C.J. Stroud and Browning on my um, roster I would just roll with C.J. Stroud I would do that. But it wouldn't surprise me if Browning's outscored him. That's fair. It wouldn't like surprise say, me. Against that Jets defense, I'm, mm-hmm. really anything could happen. So, yeah. uh, and again, and a wide against, range of outcomes. And against here. the Colts defense, literally anything has happened. Like they've they've yeah. given it up in every which way. You're just not sure how they're going to do it. So yeah. you're not sure if it's going to be a Joe Mixon like three touchdown day, or it could be a Jake Browning three or four touchdown day. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the Colts are going to give up three or four touchdowns. <laughs> whereas I don't think the the Jets will give up three touchdowns. So, are there any Jets weapons that you want to start other than Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson? And I'm and actually the weather. That's the thing I'm most excited about now is that it's not he he's going to get Zach Wilson back, um, and it's Ooh. really funny because I I've hey vindication. I feel I'm feeling it right now just as much as Zach Wilson is. I'm with you, Zach. Hey, maybe I'll come back and start. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Obviously, I was the best quarterback here. You didn't know what you were doing. Me coming back to start for you only hurts my career. You don't, you know, you're not going to want me next year. Why do I want to start these last three games? And maybe get hurt. Maybe possibly even hurt my reputation more. <laughs> because like now, people are looking at Zach Wilson. Now, now, when you look at the situation, you can go, "Oh, it wasn't Zach's fault." It really got real bad when they took yeah. Zach Wilson out. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and but their options were horrible too. I, I see, and that's to me. Even, put Aaron Rodgers in there. Yeah. It's not going to get that much better. Trust me, it's not because he's got no weapons. No he's got no line. offensive line. There's no time. Like he's got. They have Garrett Wilson. They have Brees Hall, and that's it. 
That's yeah. what they got. They have there's no offensive line to speak of. There's nothing there's nothing positive going on on their offensive line right now. Yeah, and there's really and also going. like uh the one thing I'll say people that people should be aware of, especially for Dynasty, is Xavier Gibson. I brought him up at the beginning of the year. He flashed on hard knocks, if you remember. Um and I said uh the Jets really need him to take over for Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. That that has happened. The last couple of games, he's up above 70% snaps. And then last game, I think he caught six balls or something like that. Um, and he, it, it's happening now. And with Wilson getting back in, into the fold, like I'm really hoping that maybe they'll find something that can move their offense a little bit, like getting Gibson involved underneath and getting Wilson you know, into the mm-hmm. intermediate and deep ranges. And, 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 and they have Conklin. Um, but uh, it wasn't going to happen with those other two guys. That's for sure. Yeah. So do you think the Jets get like a little kick in the butt getting Zach Wilson back and you come out and play well? Oh, Zach will play well. Okay. Are you picking him? I am. Hey. I, am I, I am picking my guy. I'm picking the, I, I am picking the Jets to win this game. I like and I, I'm I, I'm not gonna I and seriously like after watching the last couple weeks and seeing how bad it's been, I I do feel like I've been right about Zach Wilson. Like I, the things that I've seen from him and his ability to, to like, honestly, like they moved the ball when Z- when Wilson was in there. They they weren't able to score in yes. the red zone, but they, they moved the yep. ball. They were a team that was a threat to score and win games. And like, and with Tim Boyle at quarterback, that was not going to happen. So um, I do. I actually do think they're um, they're going to get a little shot in the arm today, and they're going to play better. Um, okay. And I'm gonna, I'm not going to pick them to win because they're going to play so well. I'm going to pick them to win because I think that they will be able to hold Houston down under 20 points. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Houston on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put some faith in Stroud. But this is a really hard one for, for me to pick. I, I could go really go either way on this one. Um, I have, I, I'm just anxious to see it, honestly. I think it's going to be a, a good, interesting game. I am, too, because um, there, there's not a whole lot of like 10 o'clock games I would rather watch instead of this one. Yeah. Okay, next up we have... <clears throat> Carolina Panthers versus New Orleans Saints. Carolina is plus five and a half. Over-under is 39. Plus 200 is the money line on the Panthers and 245 on the Saints. Oh, real quick. I'm lone wolfing on the Jets today. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I love it. All right, Zach, let's get them. Right. All right. uh, I'm sorry. Which which game did we just read off? We're we're on the Saints and Panthers now. So, okay. Go ahead and start Camara. Start Olave. Olave is going to be awesome. He's to me. He's top ten for me this week. Yeah, um, I saw you had him up pretty high. He like I, watching him the last couple weeks. Like he is ascending to me. Like his his abilities, his ability to get open, his ability to catch the ball. Like um, the touchdowns aren't there, but to me, I there I I cannot name five guys that I would rather have on my dynasty team at wide receiver right now than Chris Olave. All right. That's that's how, that's how well he's playing to me. Um, I actually would have been more excited about him if uh, Jameis Winston was going to play today um, (laughs) and less about Kamara, but because it's going to be Derek Carr, like it's going to be checked down city again. So um, I do think Olave is going to score today and that's why I think he'll be a top 10, but he's going to get monster points anyway. He's going to have somewhere between eight and 10 catches and a hundred plus yards for sure. Okay. That's what I see. And um, on the other side, do you like anybody for Carolina? Nope. I mean, 
Bingo. I love uh, Bingo, actually. I like what's going to happen. I was just going to bring up Bingo because Thielen just hasn't been it. It really feels like he's taken a turn for the worse. Um, but Mingo, his <laughs> his targets, his catches, his everything, his um, per, usage, uh, he's been of snaps, so everything he's been gone playing a high percent of snaps actually all year long. And I think he got ten targets last week. And yes, he did. He and that's what's been happening recently. Is been he's been. Uh, what happened in the first you know nine ten weeks of the year uh, was that Bryce Young would drop back there, and the only person that he was delivering the ball to was Adam Thielen. And now the ball is starting to get spread out a little more, and I don't. So I don't honestly don't know if that's necessarily like Mingo or if it's uh, Bryce Young starting to develop a little bit. That's interesting. But when I watched last week, um, and now they're playing against Tampa Bay, and mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's defense is missing a bunch of dudes. They're like they are beat up right now. So like you got to take that with a little bit of grain of salt. But he was delivering the ball all over the place to everybody but Thielen. Um, last week, he was getting the ball to DJ Chark. He was getting the ball to Mingo. Yep. Um, he was getting the ball to the running backs, uh, not Hubbard, but um, <clears throat> which they have. That's so weird. I, I hate when teams do that when they they give all of the receiving work. Like they just flat won't throw the ball to a guy, and then they'll have him run the ball twenty plus times. Because to me, it's just like you're you're giving away what you're doing. Right. You know, throw even if you like. Just throw him the ball a couple times, you know? Just to keep the defense on their toes. Yeah, you got to keep them honest. A little bit. I, I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm super excited about Mingo. Like, I wish their offense was playing better, but I think he's going to be somebody who continues to get targets. Yeah. I think he's and, just kind of, like, a, taken over from Adam Thielen. As well I agree. Have to, and, have to and he's a rookie receiver. Uh, this is the back half of the yeah. season. That's usually when those rookies start catching on and, and uh, getting the confidence of the coaches. So. Yeah, he's not my favorite of those guys, but he's definitely in that conversation. There you go. Yeah. All and, right. Uh, um, I, we're all I'll taking take New Saints. Orleans. Yeah, we're all taking the Saints. So you're not taking the one in ten Panthers. No sir. <laughs> one ten. One eleven. Are they one eleven now? Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we got the Bucks versus the Falcons. Bucks are plus one and a half. Over under over under is forty one. Plus one hundred if you're betting on the Bucks. Minus one twenty if you're betting on the Falcons. Sneaky fantasy bonanza game. Bucks and Falcons. Interesting. Sneaky game. fantasy bonanza game. Yeah, said. the the Buccaneers offense has just been <laughs> producing points. Um, like Rashad White, Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield's been a you know a number two quarterback if you play in super flex or or two quarterback leagues. Um, and then this Falcons defense is just man, they're just iffy. Like they it. I'm trying to figure out who they remind me of because they have the ability to make big plays. They've got they've made several big plays this season, and that's and it's the biggest reason why they're what uh, the Falcons are. Are they five and seven? Is that is that what they are? Uh, What's I'm, their record? They're right somewhere now? around there. I'm, it's it's some, like they're not out of it. They're definitely not out of it. Right, right. Because their division. So and bad. that's and that's to me that's the biggest reason for them uh, individually though is because of like the swing plays that their defense has made. Um, so I, I don't think they're particularly good. I think they've like the Falcons are so my long way of saying um, that the reason I think that this is going to be actually a good fantasy football game six and six is yeah even better than I thought is because the Falcons defense is defense isn't actually as good as some of their statistics might say that they are they've played against some teams that have failed to score in important moments against them 
and it's helped how their their statistics actually look. Like I, it's hard to explain all of that, but like the, the commanders game, they got lucky with a couple of turnovers in the commanders game. Uh, they had the pick six against Derek Carr, and that it was Derek Carr's first interception inside the red zone this year. So I am not scared of the of their defense at all. And on the other side, Tampa Bay is giving it up to everybody right now. Like they're so beat up, and then they just lost. Now, he- they're known <clears throat> for being tough uh, against the run. What's but, they, going on the right- but they've been softer on the run. Well, they were they've been down Levante David and Shaq Barrett. Uh, they were both of them missed last game. Uh, Jamel Dean's been down. Um, I think the only guy that's been playing every game that you know the, of their studs is like Winfield, Antoine Winfield Jr. back there, uh, and um, they just and they lost Vita Vea. I don't think he's going to play today. So, um, real excited for Bijan okay. today. Uh, Bijan <clears throat> is a top five start for me. And, and that, just throwing that out there because Bijan normally this would be a tough matchup for him because yes, you know you agreed. don't want to play against that Tampa mm-hmm. Bay defense. But just they're throwing at, it out there this week, that's not really the case. And so they're at home too. So fire up Bijan. Excuse, excuse me. Bijan has three consecutive games of more than twenty touches since their bye week. So um, he's yeah he, he's really taken over as the back now. Yes, Algier yeah, he has is just the kind man. of disappeared. Um, Actually, this is probably like for me, like the toughest game of the week to pick because I I really could see it going either way. Like I could see the Falcons, you know, I I actually like I think I like the Falcons better in this game. I I do. Like I I was hoping you'd take Tampa. I was like, I hope he goes Tampa. I've already given you a couple. Like I I picked the the, the Rams over the Ravens. I picked the the Colts. Or excuse me, I picked the Bengals over the Colts. You're lone wolfing on that one, by the way. And I picked the, the Jets. So, you've already got a couple. All right, all right. You can't. You don't have to feel too bad Fair for enough. picking the same one. Um, but yeah, I do. I like the Falcons at home today. Wouldn't surprise me if the Buccaneers pull it out. Um, yeah. But I think the th- their offense is going to struggle a little more than the Atlanta offense will today. And Kyle Pitts, thing, by the way, people. Kyle Pitts and and Drake London. Um, yeah. I, I think you can, you can play Drake London. Yeah. Um, uh, he he's one of those guys you got to watch out for. You don't know which week to play him. I think this is a good week to play him. Agreed. So next up, we have Jags versus the Browns. Jags are up. Wait, it's 9 o'clock, almost one minute, one minute till. Do you want to do your 9 o'clock reading? Uh, let's do this one, and then I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Jags versus the Browns. Jags at plus 2, <clears throat> over under is 37.5, plus 114 if you're betting on the Jags, and minus 135 if you're betting on the Browns. All right. Um, we thought this was going to be a big weather game, um, but it, I, I was just looking up the uh, the weather, and it's not going to be too bad. So um, this was a game early in the week that I was just like, oh, God, I don't want to start anybody in this game because the weather's going to be so bad. But it, it looks like it's all kind of tempered out. Here, let me go, go over it one more yeah, time. Yeah, but the, the quarterback situation makes this one where you just – Yeah. Like, now, I'm at, and I think the Browns are going to be fine. Like Amari Cooper – uh, man, Amari Cooper for the last three weeks is just going into the week. Oh, the Browns are going to be without Ma- Amari Cooper this week. <laughs> Definitely going to be without Amari Cooper this week. Friday comes along, Amari Cooper full practice. Yep. Or Amari Cooper back at practice. And so it just, you know, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I really want to get excited about Cedric Tillman. And Amari Cooper's old ass is making it hard. <laughs> 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 but uh, But that's what I'm watching in this game. That is the one thing I'm watching yeah. in this game is Cedric Tillman. Like I, I've been bringing him up for the last few weeks. He find, he's starting to get targets now. All right, I like him. Um, that's the uh, guy to watch in in, in this one. 
weather update. Uh, it is going to have 13 mile an hour winds. So Don't matter. We got Flacco, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flacco's little ducks aren't going to get affected by the wind. <laughs> but uh, so 13 mile an hour wind isn't a major major factor, but it is something it's on that's going to yeah. It's, it's right it's there. Something that's 15 gonna, is the marker, right? Yeah, that's the one where it really takes a turn. Yeah. So, so it's at 13, right it's at there. That mark. Um, so I expect this game to be ugly. What's the Absolutely. the temperature and, and possible rain for this uh, game? Forty one degrees, so cold. Yep. And two uh, percent chance. Yeah. Of rain. So it's not going to rain, but it's going to be cold. It's, uh, man, this is going to be an ugly game. I think. I agree. I'm not excited to start anybody <laughs> in this game. I'm really not. Nope. Um, the player I would be most excited to start in this game, I guess, has just got to be Etn. Like you, like it's hard. You can't not start Etn based on what he's done this year. Um, it just seems like that's where the Jacksonville touchdowns are happening. Is just ETN. He just they just seem to yeah. to come to him. Um, so uh, definitely start him. Uh, they lost Kirk, so you yeah. want to be more excited about Ridley. But is uh, Lawrence going to play today? Uh, it does look like Lawrence is going to play today. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a mistake on their part. I do. I would I would not play him today. I don't with their lead on Jacksonville. I don't think they need to play him today. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Um, so I'm picking the Jags. I'm gonna pick. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Jags too. Um, I do want to throw out that Elijah Moore uh, has been getting a lot of targets from Joe Flacco. Doing more with him too. Yeah. So as long as Joe Flacco is the quarterback, Elijah Moore is somebody that you can play. So keep him in your uh, keep him on your radar. Ooh, that's uh, delicious. But yeah, I will is, take huh? the Jags as well. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for your jam review. <laughs> Habanero jam. Habanero apricot jam. So good. <laughs> All right. You guys it ready is. for uh, starts? Who, mm. Who's in? Who's out? All right. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is in. Derek Carr is in. Uh, Flacco is expected to be in. Yeah. Uh, and Geno Smith is a game time decision. With the Flacco thing, also they waived PJ Walker. Okay. So, so he yeah, won't be going back to the practice squad after today. I think they've made their decision. Yep. Uh, running back, uh, Pacheco is out, so that's uh, that's big news there. Big news. Um, we haven't gone to that game yet, so we'll talk about it then. Uh, Etn is in. Brees Hall is in. Uh, Kenneth Walker expected to play, so mm -hmm. that's uh, something that was not. Uh, Are they gonna have both of them? Charbonnet playing? Uh, Charbonnet is also expected yeah. to play. Yeah, so stay looks away. like they're both in. I, I don't Be want careful. any. I want no part of that backfield yeah. today. Yeah, tough. Tough uh, matchup as well, so it was just—it'd be too hard to predict which one of them would score. Yeah, uh, Samaje Pirine, uh, who cares? And um, Aaron Jones still questionable. Uh, Wide receiver uh, Noah Brown is in. Uh, Chris Olave is in. Amari Cooper is in. Tyler Boyd is in. Uh, on the out list, we have Shahid Palmer and Christian Watson are all out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, tight ends. Schultz out. Uh, so Brevin Jordan is in there. Uh, Tyler Higby is out. Taysom Hill is out. Uh, Juwan Johnson is in. Screw that guy. Uh, <laughs> Dawson Knox is in. And uh, Dallas Goddard is in. And that's mm -hmm. a big deal. Dallas Goddard coming back that's against the Cowboys, deal. who are the team that broke his arm. Oh, that's I didn't know for that. that. Yeah, so a little mini revenge game. I don't know why. Oh, I was like, what's that one mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just finished his sit him We should do that in front. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have the idea until he oh, was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> I like that. So right. did we pick this Jags-Browns game? I think we're or? all picking the Jags here. Okay. Yep. 
Next up, Seahawks versus 49ers. Uh, Seahawks are plus 13 and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half, plus 525 if you're betting on the Seahawks, minus 750 if you're betting on the Niners. Uh, and Niners are going to win this game, but that's way too big a spread. I thought for, so. For a divisional game and the Seahawks are starting to play well again, like – I, I if I'm betting, I'm taking the Seahawks here. With well, you're betting points. with points the, with the points. yeah yeah to cover. But, but to win, you got to take uh, San Francisco at home. Yeah. yeah, against a team they they just dominated. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I'm taking the 49ers too. Like that, no problem there. Um, okay. I, I so here's what I w- the most important thing I think about this game is don't read too much into what happened for DK Metcalf last week against the Cowboys, his usage didn't go up. He just had one of those games. Like, mm-hmm. I think he still only had seven targets in the game. So I, I do notice in your rankings you're a little farther down than most people on him. I mean, he's still a start. If you're mm-hmm. in two wide receiver leagues, he's still an automatic start. But I have him at, at 23, at wide receiver yeah. 23. And last week I had him at wide receiver 25 or 26. So I'm like, while I'm happy, you know, that he produced mm-hmm. – I'm not, you know, going, okay, DK to the moon. I, I don't, there, I didn't think there was, if anything, honestly, the most actionable thing that I saw out of that game was that Jackson Smith and Jigba really seems to be taken over from Tyler Lockett for Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I like saw he, a little bit of that too. They, he, it's, man, but, it, it's, but why it's, are you so down on DK? Though? It's not that I'm down on him. It, it feels I'm, like, why, it. why no, are you I'm so not, down on DK, man? <laughs> like, I, I'm not so, What's your thing like, I'm him? not so down on DK, actually. Like, if you look, if you go, why look do at, you not like him? <laughs> if you look at uh, rankings by, you know, anybody else who does rankings, I was right in line with where people had DK Metcalf hmm. ranked and right in line with where you should have him ranked this week. You shouldn't be going, like, what has he done this year? So, to me, he still feels like a a high end wide receiver too. Yeah, that's well, and, that's, and you're mean, saying he's a low. Oh, end no, I mean not high end. I don't. Okay, so you say, so, I mean okay. that's not a huge difference. You say high. But, okay, you say high end wide receiver too, right? Right. So what, to you, that's like what wide receiver 13, four, 14, 15. So you'd have him over Mike Evans, Nico, no. Nico Collins, no Devontae Adams. Well, Nico Collins, Nico Collins, maybe just because it's the Jets, really. Just because no it's the way Jets. he's yeah. like he's the number yeah, no way probably. he's the number like he's the number one target now for Houston <laughs> that just lost uh, I agree Dell and Schultz and he's already like he's done it several times I, this I year. just I give a lot of respect but, to Sauce huh Sauce Gardner he's not playing is, this it, this is this a bet is this, is this a bet like yeah I'll take <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're I'll, to work I'll one, take Collins so uh, yeah I'll take Collins you I'll take Nico Collins no, over I'm, DK for sure no no I'm not trying <laughs> oh <laughs> no, no 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 so you're wasting our time okay. So, D- Devontae Adams. Um, DK or Devontae? Uh, Devontae is playing... Minnesota. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, it's Devontae yeah, Adams versus DK Metcalf. Yeah. That's not a question. All right. Uh, Debo Samuel. Ooh, after last week. Probably. What do you mean after last yeah. week? Again, like still not a question. Puka Nakua. We're, and we're now at 16. Puka yeah, Nakua. Uh, but these are now really tough choices. These are tough. These are that's this is right where I'd have it. And that's not a high end number two. That's not a high end number two. That's a medium range number two now. And like and right there, Jalen Waddle. Oh, I'd have him over Waddle. Devonta Smith. Definitely over. DeAndre Smith. Hopkins. Definitely over. Why? Hopkins. Why? Why? Seriously? Why? Oh, I... based on last week, that's a mistake. That is a mistake. Okay. Like literally, Hopkins that Metcalf was, bet or that, what? Suit, that was the second Hopkins. time in his career. 
that he has scored 40 points. That is like, and in his career, he's only scored 30 points five times. Five. He like he does this a couple of times a year, but DK Metcalf is not a consistent receiver. He's just not. He's like he's a better version of Gabe Davis. Really? Wow, that is not how I see him. That's how I see him, and that's what do you and 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 see that's the thing that's so mystifying about him to me is because do you know who the number one wide receiver in fantasy is on that team over the last three years? It's uh, Tyler Lockett. It's not DK. <laughs> not in a per game basis. Yes, it is. On a per game basis. Sure on that. Yes, I'm a hundred percent positive because DK right. doesn't miss games either. I'd, I'd have to look that up. But uh, did we have a question? Go ahead. We did. We have um, Noah Brown or Flowers as flex. Noah Brown. Yeah. Oh, what? Again, the Jets. Like that's huh? that's my instant answer is is yes. Uh, go Noah Brown, but against the Jets, man. Like that that defense is serious. It's uh, not as serious as you are making it out to be, dude. It's really not. Like you could run on the Jets, you just can't throw on them. You can, yes, you can. It, people just <laughs> usually right. doing it with tight ends. Yes, you can. You can still th- you can throw okay. on the Jets too. That scares me, man. Um, uh, but I mean, Noah Brown or who? You, okay, so here's the thing, though. Flowers, but, flowers, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm like, I have just gotten that's a, that's I, a really tough choice, man. I'm I, out I can on see flowers. Why you're asking on that, it's because that, like, to me. The Baltimore passing offense looks exactly the same as it has the last several years. Like to me, there's like I can't tell a difference between the Baltimore offense this year and the last the oh, last I few agree. years. They looked exactly the same to me. So I have no confidence in Man. in Baltimore receivers not named Mark Andrews. Yeah, Sauce is going to be on Nico. So I, I'm I'm going to I'd say Noah Brown, but man, that is a real tough choice, brother. That's a uh, I can see why you're you're getting opinions. <laughs> um. It's it is a flex decision. So um, what I like to do in in those positions is like first of all, you, like you've got two guys who you know are going to get some work. They're going to get targets. So I would rather take the guy I think is more likely to score. And I just when the Ravens get in to score, it's not going to be from their passing game. Yeah, I agree with that. It's going to be Gus or it's going to be Lamar. So that's the the problem that I have. And Noah Brown like. Zay Flowers has zero career games with 100 yards. No Brown has two of them in the last six weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, so which game were we on? We were on San Francisco, right? Yeah. yeah we're taking the Niners. Yeah. yeah we're, we're all the Niners. Niners. Uh, of course, you're, you're uh, starting McCaffrey and all that. So. Yeah. I'm starting Debo over uh, Ayuk. And just like we got into a little thing on DK Metcalf. I Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk or DK Metcalf? Ayuk. Yeah. Yeah. Ayuk this week. Yeah. No, you're oh, I, every week. Every week. It's every week. Here. That's I, a matchup to me. Here, I'm gonna here, hold I, on a second. I was I was pulling <laughs> up DK stuff and I got distracted. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I they're going at it right now. Because he's so wrong on DK Metcalf, <laughs> it's insane. And it, and and the, well, Oh my goodness. So he's ranked wide receiver eighteen this year. After a forty point performance, he's still wide receiver eighteen. And is that on Gino or is that on DK? We're, oh come on, dude! He did this with Russ too. Like, uh, I mean, so you don't see he has, DK, DK as an Metcalf, alpha number DK one Metcalf. wide receiver? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I would no. In, in my dynasty league, if someone was willing to pay me wide receiver one capital for him, buy DK. You know, I've had Lockett the last two seasons, and I, I think, uh, I think I've. He, there are 
games like, where where Metcalf will out throw him or out score him. Um, he but Lockett is more consistent. He's more consistent. He is yeah. more consistent. And so DK there'll be games is, where Metcalf doesn't catch so a ball. Here's, so Metcalf check this it. year has this year yeah. <clears throat> this year, which has been what we think is a disappointing yeah, right. year for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has scored double digit fantasy points every single week, but two. There uh-huh. are only two weeks where he scored six points. And how many times has he hit 20? Uh, 17, 16, 20. Uh, twice. Yeah, twice. So you're not happy with a wide receiver giving you 13, 13, I 17, am 12? as a mid-range two. I am. Yes. As a mid-range wow. number two, I am. Okay. We, but, we see him very differently. But to me, and he's he's right at the cusp. He's He's averaging 15 PPR points. And that's what, for me, that is a high-end number two. But he's doing that coming off of a game where he got three games worth of points. So I'm not jumping him up, dude. And like if you and if you look, his look at his targets. He's got more than ten targets twice. Twice this year. And and that game he just scored three touchdowns on, eight targets. Eight. And one of them was a seventy yard touchdown. That typically most of the time that is a twenty like he catches the ball and one of the two defenders tackles him rather than like them hitting each other or or just missing. It's just, and then also he got a one yard. Who are you talking about again? DK. And then he got a one yard touchdown after that penalty took, or not penalty after that uh, replay took the touchdown away from Jackson Smith and Jigba. So it was just fluky. He didn't do anything out of the ordinary for DK other than score last week. So I'm not moving him above other guys. To me, he's not above Puka. Lockett has had two games where he's targeted ten times. He's been targeted less. Lockett is fading. Lockett is a different conversation now. If you want to compare Lockett to DK, don't do it this year. Do it the last three years. Yeah, yeah. And also, and Lockett is a guy who scores up until this year is, and even he still might do it this year. Is a guy who scores ten touchdowns a year. DK scored three touchdowns last last week. Has six now on the year. So and might and probably won't get ten. Won't get to ten this year. Okay, so so we have to have a bet here. So if I take DK this week, mm-hmm. would you want? I'm, I'm going to give you a Ooh, choice. Of option this time four. Ooh. I'll give you four choices oh. that you will all have ranked above DK. Sure. All right. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith, Hopkins, and Rashi Rice. I'll take Devonte Smith. Okay. Devonte Smith versus DK Metcalf. Put it on the board for a pie. That feels good. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, go Eagles. What fly Eagles you want fly. next week? Huh? No, what it's ba- next week. Based on, <laughs> espe- like, honestly, dude, especially based on how um, it wasn't. Deron Bland got roasted by all three Seahawks receivers last week. All three of them. If that, like, uh, like Lockett was, was toasting him for, like, 12, 15-yard gains, and I just – yeah, I, yeah. Gilmore's gonna be on AJ Brown, and uh, Bland's gonna be on Devonta Smith, and I fear for him. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think Metcalf's gonna, gonna do it for you this week, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> Playing against the Niners. Woo. All right. Well, one of okay, so one of his, so he has, if you count the playoffs, he has three career forty-point games. The third one. Is last year's wild card game against the 49ers in San Francisco? Metcalf, yes. So he can do it. He can do. I I feel like I'm like DK hating right now, and I <laughs> certainly don't hate DK. 
but I don't love him like more than like 15 receivers in the league. Yeah. I just don't. To me, he is a he's he. I'm happy to have him on my team for the right value. And yeah, we just see him differently. I, yeah. I see him as an alpha wide receiver with a uh, a, a mediocre quarterback throwing to him. You know? I don't because to me, like Russ is not a mediocre quarterback. Like Russ is an above average quarterback for sure. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I, he led a team to I a know. Super back in. But it's it's hard to look at Russ the way he was. He has really changed our opinion of him in the last two years. And like, that's because he's a whole different man. That's because he should <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that's, people have learned that he's a dork. Yeah. And and that's fun. Honestly, to be honest with you, as as much as he gets made fun of, I actually like him more. Okay. Be- because uh, like some personality, I got it. Uh, well, he's got a dorky personality. I don't like that he's like kind of a dork slash jerk. Like that part is like like choose one, be a dork or be a jerk, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, I, I think some of the stuff that he does is funny. And also, and until la- it's so funny because last up until last week, um, he was pl- he's playing better quarterback than anybody in the league. Like silently, because he's not throwing for four touchdowns a game, he's not throwing for three hundred yards a game, but it was game after game after game of completing sixty-five to seventy percent of his passes, two hundred and fifty plus yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I, I just want to point out though that uh, ESPN, watching ESPN this week, um, it, he's one of those guys that it depends on which analyst is is talking about him. Yeah, because some are like, "Oh yeah, Russ is great. He's look at him this year," and others are like, "Look how lucky he's getting. He is not that good. He's he's playing horrible." Like I, I really, I've heard both ends of the spectrum. I have on ESPN not. I've this week. actually not. I've I've seen him get unlucky a lot. I, I, I'm just, like say I, I haven't watched a lot of those games. I'm just saying what I'm hearing is very wide variety on him. And you know what I think maybe the the thing about that is that um I don't think he's ever like he was never going to be the quarterback that consistently threw for over 300 yards, right? That was that was kind of right. fluky stuff that would happen in Seattle sometimes when they get hot. But he is a, like to me an above average game managing quarterback. Has very good pocket. That's a good pre- way to put it. He, he has very good pocket presence, and he's 35 now, so he doesn't have the escapability that he used to have. And but so, he's been running a lot, and, and he's had to. But yeah. things don't. So things don't look as fluid as maybe they could be. But I think that offense is going to continue to get better. I do. I think. Right. I think Russ is somebody who's got another Super Bowl. Not like he's going to win a Super Bowl. Not like he's even going to get there. But he is going to challenge for another Super Bowl before he's done. All right. What's our question, Ray? Sutton or Gus Edwards? Sutton. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, and that feels bad to say because like we were just talking about how if the Ravens are going to score, they're going to score through Gus Edwards. So Gus Edwards could score you two touchdowns, but Cortland Sutton has been scoring you touchdowns, <laughs> right. and he's the number one option on, yeah. the, on his team. And so. he's just been remarkably consistent this year. And the so. matchup is just juicy. They're yeah. playing against the Chargers today. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah. So with that, I think we're all going Niners. Uh, Bezzy, make your pick. Uh, next up is the Minnesota Vikings versus Raiders. My, uh, Vikings minus three, over-unders 40 and a half. Minus 155 if you're betting on the Vikings, plus 130 if you're betting on the Raiders. I need the Vikings to lose today. The Raiders are getting <laughs> disrespected, dude. Well, and the funny thing is, I, I just coming into this game, like the one, th- I'm like, can Dobby do it? You know what I mean? I just, my, this is... With uh, Dobbs, uh, with off of a bye week, he's had some time to really Dobby absorb this uh, this <laughs> this system, and now you've got jo- uh, Jefferson coming back. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just I feel like there's potential there. Uh, now, am I super scared that Dobbs can come out, throw a touchdown, and get bent, or throw a touchdown, throw an interception, and get benched? Yeah, that could totally happen too. He's been turning the ball over a lot. Well, just last week was four was interceptions. Two, it was, it was, it was, no, that was interceptions, but he's been turning the ball over a lot with fumbles, fumbles and stuff yeah. like that. Sack he's fumbles. trying too hard because he doesn't know the system. Yeah, I know. Oh well, he's well, just think, he's a little loose with the ball. Yeah. He's just a little for a guy who doesn't have full command of of an offense. He's a little cavalier with the ball. I think part of that though is like he wants to make sure he's a starter next year somewhere. You know, I think yeah. that's part of it. So he tried to do. He's trying to do more than what he should should be doing, and, and that's it's causing he, he, errors. Yeah. And, and he's got a he has a bye week now to they both really do. kind of yeah. both teams both teams and, coming and off Jefferson uh, um, coming back. So I don't. know. Very, I, I'm very interested in this game because I just want to see what happens. I you know? am t- I'm super interested, too, to see what happens. And like just to see what the Raiders are going to do coming off a bye with their new coaching staff. Because this is their first opportunity to implement anything. Yeah. So new I'm, coaching I'm, staff. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Yeah. I like Antonio Pierce. I like Antonio Pierce a lot. So like I'm, I'm one of those people rooting for him to get the job. So I'm picking the Raiders because in order for him to get the job, they're going to have to win some of these games. All right, and this is one of them. You got to win this game at home, coming off a bye against a team who's got a shot at the playoffs. Yep, uh, I'm going to take Dobby. I'm going to take. I have a good feeling about about Minnesota, man. I, I don't, don't. That's weird that you do because I don't actually. <laughs> I, I can't. It's just it's so such a, a coin flip. Like, like it I'd be really good or really bad. The only today. thing I yeah well and to, to me the only thing in fantasy that's really good that you can count on from them is Hawk. Like you can yes. count like Dobbs. The one thing that you can count on from Dobbs, like he might turn the ball over, he might not turn the ball over. He's gonna throw the ball to the tight end. Yes, he is. Forty percent of the time, it works every time. Yep, that's <laughs> that's works every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dobbs' uh, philosophy on tight ends. Forty percent of the time, it works every time. Now, um, that's the the one thing the, the guarantee from this game. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do with Madison. Because it seems like they figured out before the buy, okay, he's the guy. Like you know, yes. um, so I, I've been saying this all year. They need to get him more involved in the passing game. They did that before the buy, so I'd like to see them continue doing that. Madison is, please, to, please, is please. Madison's a a definite start for me in two running back, and he's a definite start for me in yeah. running back. He's a top twenty four running back, so you're you're going to start him today for sure. To me, I agree. All right, next game. Buffalo versus KC. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Uh, Michael Mayer, everybody. Michael Mayer, the tight end, the rookie tight end. He's another rookie tight end that's been awesome. Like, he was actually drafted first of all the tight ends, um, I believe. No, was it Kincaid? Kincaid was first. I think Kincaid was first, and and maybe Mayer was second. But I'm pretty sure he went before Laporta. Like, the Raiders could have taken Laporta, and they took uh, Michael Mayer. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to double-check that. Um, He has been getting more involved. Uh, he's athletic. He can score. He's he's actually scored already. Um, he's twenty eight hundred dollars on DraftKings today. I I like him a lot. Uh, um, is that a weak matchup as well? Is like is Minnesota weak yes. against tight end? Yeah, um, okay. They're like eighteen middle twenty of the rack, middle yeah. of the pack. Or yeah, thing? they're yeah. You're you're not worried about them. Gotcha. And you know their focus is going to be on Devonte. So all right. Yeah, a lot of people streaming tight ends out there. So we're giving you some options this yeah. week. So next up. Buffalo versus KC. Buffalo's at plus two. Over-under is 49. I think that's way high at the under. Plus 110 on uh, Bills and minus 130 on the Chiefs. This is the game I'm most excited to watch today. Like, the, I mean, of, obviously yeah. the Cowboys game, um, but that's going to be tense for me. You know, <laughs> this is the game that I'm most excited to just like, 
I, w- I if I wasn't having my, my son's birthday party today, would be most excited to just sit down and not pay attention to anything and just watch this game because I think both of these teams are, are just going to bring it today. Like the the Chiefs are, they need this game to get the one seed, which is really important to them. Um, and the Bills have to win. Period. They just have to win. They have to win. Agreed. So um, <clears throat> I love Stefan Diggs today. Really? Okay. Yeah, I do. Because I, I, I think I think they have to score points. I think they're going to play, you know, their best game today. I do. I, it does feel that way. Like, um, I feel like I kind of want to take the Bills here, mm-hmm. but man, Kansas City at home. Mm-hmm. I just uh, they lost the Lions earlier at home. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, this is a tough one for me. I, I think I will take um, the the Chiefs, but man. <clears throat> and so who are we starting on the Chiefs? I mean, obviously you got Kelsey, obviously Rishi Rice. Mahomes. Rishi Rice is actually a, an option now. Um, yeah, to me, you're going to start – like, I can't find 24 guys I'd rather start than Rishi Rice today. Okay. He's he's up there now. He's done it consistently for the last couple weeks. I think um, we're at like eight-plus targets in three consecutive weeks. Okay. And he just looks awesome with the ball in his hand. And, tra- and Travis Kelsey hasn't been getting the usage. Like, that's the biggest thing, is that the ascension of Rishi Rice has actually affected the target share of Travis Kelsey. And that and, and no receiver's done that since Tyreek Hill. All right. So that, that's the thing for me that I like about him. Um, what about those running backs now? With Pacheco out, we've got... Uh... <laughs> that's why I'm going to pick the Bills in this game. That's actually why I'm yeah. picking the Bills because I just don't like the Chiefs. I don't think they're going to be able to run the football. And that's been the best part of their offense this year has been their ability to run the football. Pacheco has been amazing. Um, so I think they're going to struggle today. You know what? I'm going to change my vote. I'm going to vote for the I'm going to, I'm going to go for the Bills. Yay. And I say yay because now I have my lone wolf game and it's on the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Chiefs that's a good at one. Home. Dude, that's yeah, a that's good a good one. one. But I just well, I mean, you got Bezzy with you. Yeah. Everything, everything says. I told Bezzy you don't count this year, though. <laughs> oh, that's right. You count next year, Bezzy. Yeah, you count next year, Bezzy. Yeah. You don't count this year. But we're still tracking you. We're still tracking you. So next up, we got the Broncos versus the Chargers. Broncos plus three over unders 45 plus 136 on the Broncos minus 162 <clears> on the Chargers. I'm sorry. What was the line again? Uh, the over, not the the over under? under? No, no. The, um, the 45. 45. Over no. under is forty five. No, the point spread margin. What's the margin? The money line one thirty six. No, I'm sorry. The point spread is plus three. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Plus three. Okay, so um, that's how little faith the people have in the Chargers. Oh, question. Yeah, running back uh, option two, Ty Pierce or Rohan Johnson. I would rather play Rohan. Uh, Tajay Spears. Uh, I mean, he's. This is a. This is a good game to play him in if you have to. Because he's the receiving back in Tennessee, and you expect them to be behind to Miami on Monday night. But Roshan Johnson was starting. We talked about this earlier. Was starting to take over before the buy. They just had the buy. This is typically when those types of shifts happen. Um, you're either one of those guys is a gamble. I'd rather gamble on the guy that I think is about to get 15 plus touches than the guy that I think might. Do something with the touches he's already getting because Derrick Henry is going to be in the game. Um, so I wouldn't expect Tajay Spears to get more than his usual amount of touches, whereas I do with Roshan. Yeah, that's a, that's a real tough one, man. I, I can see why you're asking on that one. Um, 
I, I'm going to have to agree with Ken on on this one just because I think he's going to get more touches. But uh, I really like Spears and wouldn't be surprised if he was better. I can see I why agree. you're asking the question. I, yeah. Spears is the Spears is a more explosive player. Absolutely. But I, but I love both of these guys. I think both of these guys have tremendous futures in front of them. But today, I would rather play Roshan. All week. right. That's where I'm at. All right, who, back who to our, the uh, Broncos in, huh? Who is that question that Juan? from? Juan. Juan's oh. asked two questions today. <laughs> uh, so back on the Broncos he's and Chargers. He's trying to make sure he gets in. I like it. Yeah, he, dude, he's on there. He's there. I know, dude. You know what? Which that's, team that is, is him? The, honestly, that's Murder the best. Villains. Murder villains. Yeah. Honestly, uh, Juan's the best like because he's been watching the podcast now for like for two years, mm-hmm. and he has consistently gotten better. Yes, like, he has. It, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome, dude. It, it, that makes us feel really good. Yeah. Because like, he's, you know, he's taken adv- adv- advice from us and, and used it against us. Against us. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> Broncos and Chargers. Uh, so, uh, love Keenan Allen today. Um, Eckler looks forty-five. Um, uh, well, we got to talk about Eckler. They they actually came out and said they, that he's split in time today. They, who did? No, th- th- there was uh, what, this morning. Want, with, it was yeah. an alert this morning. There was an alert this said, morning that said the coach said that okay, they're going okay. to be splitting time with Kelly and the other one, Spiller. Somebody, I, I, God, Isaiah Spiller. I'll try to look it up real quick. Uh, there was and there was one other running back that's on their roster. I just forget who he is. I think they had a, a rookie too. Um, I, I can't remember his name. It's like, uh, yeah, Demario something or Chargers uh, running back Austin Eckler will split carries today with Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, Spiller. Okay, um, that's news that makes you want to sit Eckler for sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's not been very good. So like, if you need to win today. Don't count on Austin Eckler. Yeah, gosh dang. That's weird to say, isn't it? Yeah. That is strange to say. That feels say. bad. But it feels isn't it you know it's so crazy. He's the same age as Camara. Yeah. That is that it's it's so crazy because like ten let's say well, we're week fourteen now, so say eighteen weeks ago. Eighteen weeks ago, like you could not have traded Alvin Camara <laughs> to get Austin Eckler in like not any chance, kind of a deal. Yeah. And now you it's reverse. Yep. So Weird, huh? it is it is just crazy because we expected this uh, Chargers offense with Kellen Moore to just go to the moon, you know, and Austin Eckler to just like keep doing Austin Eckler things. But it's it just hasn't worked out that way. Yeah. He like he gets less touches in this offense than he than he did previously. <clears throat> and he's done less with them. So it's a uh, who's the other uh, receiving option for uh, for the Chargers right now? Gerald Everett, the tight end. Yes, that's Everett's going to have a good day. That, yeah. And that's something we need to throw out yeah. there is, is Everett has an excellent. Yeah, yeah, he has an excellent matchup this week um, uh, and mixed with being basically the one of the only like, targets for her. For instance, uh, Dallas Goddard is coming back. And based on where Dallas Goddard was drafted, a lot of people were probably like waiting for him to come back. I'd rather start Everett today. Yeah. If, if Everett was available, I'd rather start Everett. Yeah, the matchups like there. I, I, I have uh, Goddard ranked higher just because his ceiling is higher than than Gerald Everett, and because of his um, we his known usage, which is actually one of the things that actually like now I'm talking about it. I'm like, ooh, Devonta Smith. Like he goes down when Dallas Goddard's back, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. Anyway, um, I don't even know who else they have because Josh Palmer was out. Guyton yeah. is back, right? I think Guyton's back. Guyton, yeah. As far, yeah, I didn't and that's see it. On the but but I mean, you don't like. I I'm not excited to start Justin Herbert today. I, it's Keenan Allen on that offense, and that's it. 
that's it for me. I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, super excited about Javante Williams today. Um, and excited about any other pieces? No, but definitely, you know, still hoping for something out of Marvin Mims. Because they keep using him in interesting ways. Um, so I'm just waiting for his, his actual overall usage to go up. Because that'll be like, because what it is, is like he's probably, he's got to be making like mental mistakes that keep him from being on the field all the time because they are putting the ball in his hand. It's clear yeah. that they want the ball in his hands, but they can't trust him yet. So like he is somebody I am watching. And that's sure. been the case all season. It has <laughs> been the case all season, but he's a rookie. Yeah. So, it, but, one but of, it makes me think he, he might be a knucklehead. He you know could I mean? be. Yeah. I, I, I agree. 100% yeah. I agree. 100%. But, um, but I'm still watching him nonetheless. Fair enough. Because he's a rookie. Uh, uh, and then anybody the else at home. Like I, it feels honestly, it kind of feels bad. We we talked about Sutton a little bit. You're gonna you're um, gonna start Sutton. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Chargers at home. Yeah, Brian feels bad. <clears throat> wow, tough one. Um, he's so tough. Give me Denver. Ooh. Okay, we're on the opposite sides a lot today. Are we? Yeah. No, one of us is gonna suck next week. <laughs> I'm gonna give Brian the lone wolf there. Ooh. So that's that it for the afternoon games. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna switch it up over here to our DraftKings lineup. Yeah. <laughs> How'd we do last week? Last week, uh, Brian scored one sixty four ninety six. He's our last week's winner. 141.76 was you, Ken, and I was at 130.26. Which All of those are very respectable numbers. Yeah. How many how many weeks in a row have I won? Uh, well, you've only lost three. That might, oh, Weeks <laughs> in a row? Uh, let's see here. I'll give you a quick count. Let me see. Um, you have one in a row. Seven. Nice. I'm on a hot streak, people. No. So I, it looks like a. I'll Lead us off with your cash lineup. You got it. All right. So uh, for cash this week, it feels like Justin Fields is the way to go. Uh, Fields uh, stacked up with DJ Moore is just just feels good. Uh, feels like that's an obvious one. Uh, McCaffrey is always great, but he has a great matchup this week as well. So uh, I had to fit him in there. Uh, in order to squeeze him in there, I had to save some money with Zach Moss. Uh, he had the opportunities last week. He didn't do much with them, but he had the opportunities, so maybe he'll do better this week. Um, Drake London is another uh, money saver for me, but uh, just, I mean, he's one of those explosive players that, you know, he has bad weeks, but when he has good weeks, he can have really good weeks. He has and, a lot of uh, targets. And he's going up, up against a defense that gives it up. So He was how much this week? Uh, 4,600, yeah, so pretty cheap. really good. Uh, another saver for me uh, is uh, Jonathan Mingo. We talked about him a little earlier. Um, I just feel like he's getting too many targets to be at 3500 so I think he can outperform that price pretty well. Um, tight end. Oh, sorry, I switched this. Let me change that. I had Isaiah Likely in there, but I decided that I like Gerald Everett better, uh, and so I'm going to go with Gerald Everett as my tight end. More of a sure thing, I think. Um, my flex. What the heck? I thought I changed that. I did change that. Okay, my flex. I had. Uh, I was choosing between Josh Jakes, Josh Jacobs, and uh, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Ayuk this week. And 
and the Browns seem to be an obvious choice at DST. Uh, it's a little bit tougher now that uh, Lawrence, Lawrence is, is actually going to play, but between that defense and the weather, 3000 is too low a price. So Not that's bad. My lineup. Should be pretty good based on his record. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll go next. Uh, I have the other obvious choice at quarterback this week. I have Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy yeah. at 6500 My running backs are Christian McCaffrey and then Alexander Madison at 5500 just because like the Raiders Raiders defense has been pretty soft against the run and like we were talking about earlier it seems like Madison is kind of just like taken over finally at at running back um at wide receiver for $8800 I've got Stefan Diggs um cuz I I just to me I just feel like he's going to get a monster amount of targets today like their best their best route to winning is Stefan Diggs getting the ball in his hands a lot so I think that's what they're going to do I'm going to stack back against him with Rishi Rice for $5,400. My third wide receiver is Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I just, I love where his, yeah. where his trajectory is going right now. I, he, I'm just, I'm in love with, with JSN right now. Uh, another rookie the, coming on at the, the end rest, of the And the rest yeah. of his, his playoff schedule is just, <laughs> he's just, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but anyway, uh, him against San Francisco today, uh, I think the focus is probably going to be on DK. And um, he's he's been getting open against everybody. So I love him. Uh, my tight end, Tyler Conklin at $3,000. Wow. Playing at home against Houston. The weather isn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. So I'm excited about that. I've also got Drake London at $4,600. And then my defense is the Jets at okay. home. Yep. For twenty nine hundred dollars, and I used up all of my dollars this week. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, I too used up my entire salary, and I am starting Justin Fields as quarterback. Um, then nice. I got uh, McCaffrey, and I'm not ready to give up on Singletary yet. So I picked up Singletary, um, Nakua, DJ Moore, and London with uh, Hudson. Oh, so we all have Drake London, Freeman, and the Falcons defense. So you went with Fields too? Yes. And we all have McCaffrey. Uh, yes. And yeah. Oh, you got Jamar Chase in his. He's gonna win. <laughs> well, that that that's a different lineup. That's not my lineup. I'm sorry. Which one did you stream? This one right here. Ooh, he's oh, the Freeman one's interesting. The Royce Freeman. Royce. Yeah, he's got oh, Royce Freeman okay, in his okay. lineup. Yeah. yeah. Dirt cheap, right? Yeah, like four thousand, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. It has to be down there based on the usage yeah. that Kyron's getting the last couple of weeks. That's got to be down there. That yeah, scares. And me. then snake it back over. I have for my uh, tournament lineup. I have Stafford, uh, Williams, Gus Edwards, Nakua, Beckham, Atwell. I think Atwell is going to get a lot of targets today. Um, and then you guys talked about likely earlier. I actually had him this tournament. I had him in there before that. Uh, and then uh, McCaffrey and the Vikings. All right. All right. And for me, I played the other obvious quarterback in my in my tournament lineup because I feel like uh, if you want 25 points, go with Brock Purdy. If you want a chance for 40, go with Justin Fields. Um, so I've got Justin Fields at 6,800. At running back, I've got Joe Mixon, who's probably like my favorite, one of my favorite plays. I'd like if I had Joe Mixon, I'd be feeling real safe this week. Um, Zach Moss at 5,900. My receivers to stack with uh, my quarterback, DJ Moore at 65. And then I've got Michael Pittman Jr. at 7,300. Nice one. Um, I've, then I've got uh, JSN again at 4,100. He's just one of my favorite plays of the week. He's so <coughs> cheap. I don't think we're going to see him you know, cheap for very much longer. So was, if you can play JSN for under $5,000, enjoy it. It's not going to last. 
Um, Tyler Conklin is my favorite tight end start of the week because it's just it's so cheap and, and he's and he's consistent with a chance to score. Flexing Chris Olave at seven thousand, and then I've got the Raiders defense at thirty two hundred because Dobbs yeah. could turn the ball over five times. Very true. Um, let's see my tournament lineup. Uh, I'm looking at it. I, man, it, it is definitely a hit or miss lineup. I might make a couple of changes here, but uh, but I do want to stack the Mahomes game. Uh, we're going to go with Mahomes and Travis Kelsey as my stack. Very expensive stack, so uh, the rest of my guys are pretty budget here. Uh, we're going to go with Zach Moss. Uh, we're going to go with Javante Williams. Um, Greg Davis, uh, we all know he is Mr. Hit or Miss, so I'm hoping he hits today, and he's the guy that uh, gets it instead of uh, Diggs, uh, or at least the long touchdowns. Um, Drake London, again, just too cheap to pass up. Jonathan Mingo, same, same, just too cheap at where he's at. Uh, Cortland Sutton. 3,500, right, for Mingo? Yes. Yeah, he's one of the best pump plays you can make this week. Yes. Um, and then Cortland Sutton at 6,100. Uh, he's got a good matchup this week, probably guaranteed to score. And then you've got uh, we've got the Bears defense, uh, just in case. He, they're dirt cheap, by the way. Yeah, that's a that's a punt. Yeah, I, I, actually, I have two hundred left. I might move it up to something else. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm keeping it. Right. So that's it for our DraftKings. Back to the afternoon game uh, or the evening game: the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Cowboys. Eagles are at plus three. Over under is at fifty one and a half. Plus 150 if you're betting on the Eagles and minus 180 if you're betting on the Cowboys. That over-under seems a little too high. Oh, no. They're going to score today. Yeah, you think so? Oh, yeah. Everyone's predicting a big shootout today. And, I, uh, if I was setting the over-under on this one, for if I was Vegas, to be like 55 and a half. Wow. You'd be gambling. You'd have a lot of people betting the under. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they'd be wrong. Because these teams don't get together and score less than 55 points. Oh, okay. There you go. Like, if that's a history. Like, I would like to actually see the last time these two teams played and scored less than 55 combined points. <laughs> like, actually, no, it might have been the last time. Because I think it was 28-23. They have 51. I don't know. But that's, that's, 50 is right. But that's where it should be. What's the over-under? 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Yeah, that's where it should be. Okay. Right, yeah, it should be at least that much. So if the, if we're gonna have a, a big offensive extra, extravaganza here, then I mean we're just starting anybody. Is there anybody? Oh out yeah, there you that, start, uh, like you should start you everybody. Want to start? Um, now, I have I think I have Swift on the bench. Anybody I don't want to start in this game? Oh no, we told you to start Swift. So let me see. We definitely told you to. Swift is a good start. Um, he's the one that I'm like not super excited about because the is cow who? is Swift. Okay. Because the Cowboys haven't yeah, been giving up rushing scores they've mm. like they've been beatable um through the air but they haven't given up a bunch of rushing scores so if the rushing scores are going to happen it's going to be jalen hurts um and which is like what he does for the eagles anyway he's got a, i don't know how many more rushing touchdowns that he has than swift but it's probably close to double like he's got 12 i think on the year and i don't think swift has more than six so um that would be the one piece uh but aj brown devonta smith uh, Dallas Goddard coming right off the you know the IR definitely starting him like yep. he, to me he's right in the top ten range, mm-hmm. um, and then on the other side man it's uh I this is one of the things I feel smartest about this year is uh I when things were looking bad for the Browns I sold Amari Cooper for a second round draft pick, and then about three weeks ago I bought Brandon Cooks 
with a third round draft pick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, and, and Cooks had a really bad start of the year, but he's really been coming on the last three or four weeks. So uh, you know, and it's going to continue. Dak's playing better than everybody at quarterback right now. It's it's awesome to see. Honestly, he's had really great matchups too. But uh, he, he played he played well in the Philly game. He's only played bad in the well, San Francisco no. game. He had a he had right. a bad game against San Francisco. That's it. He had okay. that one bad game. He has been roasting everybody else. All right. So who are you picking? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> hey, no, we're at home. Honestly, to, to be honest with you, like this, I, 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 I talked about this at the beginning of the year. The Eagles had a tougher schedule than than the Cowboys do. Just with the way everything lined up, like Sam, like they just had to play San Francisco on rest. Now they're playing Dallas on rest. Like, it's, it's just. If the Eagles win this game, like uh, it's going to be really close, I think, and it'll just be another one of those like how do they pull it off type type yeah. Philly wins, and they, and that's the thing. That's another thing about them this year is they've they've had a lot more battles this year than they did last year. They were just you know Jalen Hurts wasn't even right. playing fourth quarters last year, yep. you know. Um, so no, I I don't expect the Eagles to win this game. This is not just a homer pick. I actually do think the Cowboys are like they are peaking hopefully not like done peaking and being you know themselves and peaking in the middle of december instead of january but they do that so like this is when they this is when the cowboys win their biggest games is the middle of december (laughs) their super bowl what do you think brian what do you do man this is a tough one for me this is this is one of those games that i'm probably going to pick the home team whoever the home team is so that's what i think i'm going to do today with dallas um, but man, this is a true, we've had, I, I guess I've said this three or four times now that we've, we've had some hard games to pick this week, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas and, uh, yeah. And play everybody I can in this game. I hope, I hope Ken's right. I hope this is a high scoring game. Uh, but I don't think the Eagles have really been scoring all that much. Um, but so, but they I haven't am going, been going scoring like, like they were last year. They have they have not been just, um, blowing the top off of games right. like they were last year. Um, and I don't know what that's about, to be honest with you, but they've been more methodical. Next up, we got Tennessee Titans moving into the Monday night games. Tennessee Titans versus the Dolphins. Tennessee's plus 13 and a half. Over-unders at 46. Money line's at 600. 900. Minus 900 if you're on the Dolphins. Yeah, because the Dolphins are going to roll. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, they are. I mean, and that's what they've been doing this year. Is that they're, very, they're like the Cowboys in the AFC, mm-hmm. where they're just picking on bad teams. Yeah. And, and they and, and like them. and you know and it's funny is like even after last week's game people still aren't giving the Cowboys credit for having won a tough game they were down two scores in in you know to a team that is like fighting for its life and was above five hundred when we beat them and they, <laughs> and they came back and won that game and Gino played played like one of the best games of his life yeah he did play well and the Cowboys still won all right so and the Dolphins are the same way. Dolphins are, are picking on people, and like they they need this isn't their game, but they need to win one of those games, and I this isn't it. They're going <laughs> to roll. <laughs> they're yeah, uh, Miami. I mean, you, you you're starting both running backs, you're starting both receivers, and you're starting Tua. Um, they don't really have a tight end, do they? You're starting both <laughs> running backs too. Like I I that's were, what I, I, was, I yeah. started with both running backs. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't um I I couldn't find twelve guys. That I wanted to start over both Miami running backs. Crazy, like, huh? Yeah, um, Devon Achan is just 
Now, Tennessee has been classically a, a pass-funnel defense. So, I mean, do you feel like maybe the, the running backs might take a little bit of a backseat today? Um, or tomorrow? So, the thing about the, the Miami game is the Miami offense is those running back scores, they're not coming inside the 10 or the yeah. 5. They're getting you from 20-plus. Right. So, I don't so – while I don't expect them to get in and, like, pound away a couple of scores like i don't think the titans are any more equipped defensively to stop the explosive things that their running backs are able to do because they're not trying to beat you by running up the middle that's right. and like teams that are uh, that score a lot of points on the ground that is typically how they do it is they run you over they maul you with their offensive line but they're not going to do that um one thing we should check is uh tr- their um their left tackle again uh teron armstead uh, he was injured again. He was questionable going into this week. Mm. He's the one thing. Like if he doesn't play, their their running game suffers more than their passing game does because their passing game has Tyreek Hill. Right. So, <laughs> and, and they've got a weak opponent this week. So I mean, it shouldn't matter too much. But it is definitely something to monitor. Right. I yeah. Uh, and their defense, honestly, Miami's defense has been playing much better. Yes. Yes. Ever since so, like uh, that's I. Uh, what's his name? The Jalen Ramsey. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, ever since Ramsey got in there, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know what's funny is I, that was one of the another one of the smartest things I feel like I've done this season is I, I saw that headline that Ramsey was back in practice, instantly snapped up the Miami defense because I looked at their schedule, and they've just gone off since yeah, then. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Like Miami, is the, to me, is the number one defense to have going into the playoffs. It's not the Cowboys. Uh, Tennessee. I mean, who who do we start? I mean, you kind of have to start Hopkins. Henry. You start Hopkins. Have to start like you, Hopkins. you're not excited about starting Derrick Henry. No, you're not. But no, I mean, but you have to. As he's still a top twenty-four running. Because back this the week. thing is, is when you look at what he's doing, like he's um, he's they've been ramping him up, and if Miami doesn't, like if Teron Armstead doesn't play, and Miami doesn't just jump in front of Tennessee. And Derrick Henry has an opportunity to carry the ball 15-plus times. He'll be successful. He will. There you go. But, uh, yeah, pretty much not touching anybody else on that offense. And uh, Hopkins, Just Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins and, yeah. and Henry. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'll take Miami. Let's move on. Oh, w- real quick, I wanted to say, uh, Will Levis isn't producing fantasy-wise. He looks good to me. I like what I see when I watch Will Levis play, uh, and like I think he's I think he's, he's going to be future. An, yeah I think he's going to be an excellent quarterback, not just good. I think he's going to be an excellent quarterback. And there was like there was a play uh, where I think Hopkins ran the wrong wrong route or saw some, something different than than Levis did, and then over on the sideline Levis was fucking laying into Hopkins, and I was like. Yeah, <laughs> that's impressive. For that's a, Im- that's impressive because yeah. Hopkins is a dude, you know. Yeah. So, and yeah, and, it's and, usually and, the other way around. It's usually Hopkins yelling at the quarterback. <laughs> right, right. So for yes, so like they must to to me like because you know that Hopkins is that kind of guy. I can't imagine that Levis would just go up and put him on blast like that unless they had some kind of rapport that made him think it was okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I. I like. I'm excited for the rest of the season for DeAndre Hopkins, and and I'm excited to watch Will Levis. And this is a game where he'll have a chance to to do well. Right on. So next up, we got the Green Bay Packers is a double Monday night tomorrow against oh, the Giants. So weird. Yeah. So weird. Hate it so much. Packers <laughs> are at minus six and a half. Over under is thirty seven. Money lines minus three ten and plus two fifty if you're betting on the Giants. 
Uh, Packers for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna say Packers for sure. Really? I'm you you, you gonna... like what the Giants are doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. The, no, the, I the don't. Packers but have been playing no, a lot stronger football. They, Jordan Love has that, been playing yes. ex, excellent football, and him and Watson have been connecting um, in ways that they weren't able to earlier in the year. There was a lot of like. Uh, miscommunications and like slightly overthrown balls or, th- you know, I thought you were going here type situations. And the last few weeks, they've just like, they've really like been hitting the mark. Um, so with Watson out this week, I am a little concerned with Green Bay's ability to score 25, 30 points. Right. So I think this is going to be a close game. That's the reason I say I'm just not automatically on the Packers because in a close game, like, they're still a young team that can make mistakes. You know, he's a young quarterback. doesn't have a whole lot of experience. Um, and the Gi- Giants defense is not a pushover. They're, they're not. They're actually pretty good. Um, I brought his name up a few times, but Kevon Thibodeau, like, he's he's stud. A stud defensive end, for sure. Um, and Danny Tommy DeVito, man. Oh, yeah. Danny Tommy Big DeVito, I, I like him a lot actually. I th- yeah, he's like he's actually opened up the, the New York offense. He's made some of their receivers playable. He's made Jalen Hyatt watchable. Like, and that's the thing that I, I if I'm watching this game, that's what I'm most excited about is to see if Jalen Hyatt's usage continues. He was the Bolitnikoff Award winner last year for in college football, mm-hmm. um, which I personally don't think he would have won if Tillman hadn't gotten hurt. But whatever, that's another story. Um, he, uh, I think. The last game, he was uh, five catches on five targets for over 100 yards. Uh, he's just he's dangerous. Um, so uh, excited for him. Cool. But but yeah, picking the Packers. I'm picking the Packers yeah. in a close game. Like okay. based on how they've been winning lately, you would think that this is going to be a blowout, automatic. It would not surprise me if the Giants won this game. So moving on to Thursday night, and remember these next three picks are handicap picks. We did so we're so far removed from them. You know, but this is what we th- we think as of today. Uh, the Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers minus four, and the uh, over unders forty two and a half. No money line has been made. All right, so if Herbert gets hurt today, I'll pick the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was Chargers Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take Chargers. <laughs> okay, that's the only way you're picking the Raiders in that game, right? Is if Herbert gets hurt today? Pretty much. <laughs> And then on Saturday, we have Vikings versus the Bengals. Saturday games. That means we're getting close to the playoffs. Yeah. Vikings minus one over under is 40 and a half. And for whatever reason, this game does have a money line. Uh, minus 118 if you're betting on the Vikings. Minus 102 if you're betting on the Bengals. That must mean people are already pay- taking bets on this game yeah. versus the other one. Uh, and I'm inclined to pick the Bengals. Like, I mean, it's based on the way that I, I've already, you know, shown that I see things going. I'm, I'm going to pick the Bengals in this game. Vikings for me. Because I, I think the – yeah, and that makes sense because you're picking the Colts over the Bengals and you're picking the Vikings over the Raiders. So why would you pick the Bengals over the Vikings on Thursday or Saturday? And I see it the opposite way. I see the Bengals winning. I see the Vikings losing. <laughs> well, and this is a game, yeah, my, my opinion could totally change depending on what happens this week. So. Yeah. And the last Saturday game, we have Broncos versus the Lions. Again, Broncos plus four and a half. Over-under is 47 and a half. Again, this game has a money line. Plus 170 and minus 205 for the Lions. I'll take the Lions. 
I will also take the Lions. Yeah, I think we all take the Lions in this one. And that is it, everybody. That concludes the podcast. Thanks uh, for being here. Thanks Absolutely. for being here. Just in time Good luck. to make those playoffs. To, to, yeah, make the playoffs. Last game of the Get season. Get it, one. Get it. Woo, oh, we got one last time. question. Oh, we got a question. Sneak them in. Sneak them in. Noah Brown, Hyatt, or Hubbard at Flex? Noah Brown. Over Chuba, you think? Yeah. I, on the it, flex, because I want to, I want a ceiling play. I, that that was exactly what I was going to say. Is if uh, it depends on where you're at. If you're favored, I'd so, go with I'd go with Chuba Hubbard. I'd go with the safer play of Hubbard. Um, if you really need to score some points to to win this week, then I'd go with Noah Brown. So to me, that depends on where you're at. Um, oh, he's against you. <laughs> Oh, uh, Noah Brown. Play Noah <laughs> hold on, Brown. hold on. <laughs> you need, yeah, you need the higher ceiling play, play, play Noah Brown. I hope you lose this week. I don't. Damn it! Why were we giving him the advice? <laughs> All right, everyone. everybody. Good luck, buddy. See ya. Everybody have a good Sunday. Oh man. So we're uh, week fourteen. Every 